Hello everyone, this is Phoenix Gold Standard with Money and Politics Simplified. We're going to connect the two dots between the money and the politics so you can make an educated decision on how you will move forward with the way you vote, the way you spend your money, and anything else in your livelihood. Alright, so let's jump right into it. Remember, this is only a 10 minute podcast. I like to be precise and I stay on time. All right, so the first issue is Democrats versus Republicans. We already know how this is going to go. You're going to have to pick a side. And the ones that are on the fence, you're, gonna, you're going to have to pick a side. They're almost forcing you to pick a side. But there's, there's no documented, there's no documented evidence of that, right? There is no, there's no information to look up on that. Trust me, I've looked it up. Um, but you can definitely look at it and say, hey, I'm going to have to pick a side here, whether I'm going to be a Republican or whether I'm going to be a Democrat. You're going to have to pick a side. Now, we know that Democrats are going to go pro-choice, right? We know that. And we know that the Republicans have already put it out there that they have overturned one of the monumental rights, fundamental rights, I would even go further to say, that women have. Now, am I pro-abortion? I am pro-choice. I don't think you should be taking choices away from anyone, men or women. I think men should have an equal say as kids are being raised as much as the women have a say in the way kids are being raised. I also think that you should have joint custody automatically. And that's going to lead me into my next topic, which is you have these issues or these situations where women are under immense pressure to support these kids. And they end up killing the kids. And it's not necessarily because the fathers are not, are not providing for the kids. That's not always the case. That is a percentage. But that is not always the case. What's really going on is uh, these women have had sexual trauma. For whatever reason, they did not have an abortion. And they did have the kids, and now that trauma that has been placed upon them, they have now reciprocated that and placed it upon their kids. What is the old saying? Um, trauma begets trauma. So my first example is Michelle Blair. She's a black woman. I'm using this for context, not to cause division or about race, but I want you to understand. I want to paint a visual for you. And what am I saying? Michelle Blair killed two of her kids. She put them in a freezer, all right? Supposedly, they sexually assaulted her younger son. In 2012, the son, the first son, she killed, tortured him for several days, and he died. I'm not going to go into details on how he died, but you can look up, and I have links to all the information that I have, um, I'm talking about today. In 2013, the daughter was also tortured for two weeks and finally beaten to death with a wooden pole in her head. Now, Miss Blair, the mother, supposedly had been sexually assaulted herself. It was trauma passed on to trauma. My next one, this one is a little closer to home because I'm from South Carolina and I remember this going on. I actually had the car that uh, she said the kids were abducted in. 
uh, I had a Mazda protege. This red, black interior is real nice. You know, I was a young kid. So Susan Smith, if you don't remember Susan Smith, oh my goodness, lucky you. Susan Smith, a white woman, murdered her two sons, a three-year-old Michael and a 14-year-old Mamel Alexander in 1994 by drowning them in a South Carolina lake. It goes a, a little bit further than that, all right? The prosecution believes she murdered her sons in order to start a new life with a former lover because he didn't want kids. So on October 25th, 1994, Miss Smith reported to the police that her vehicle had been carjacked by a black man who drove away with her sons still inside the vehicle. I actually had a 19, I had a Mazda protege, and that is what I'm talking about. Like, I actually got pulled over by, if you know where this small town where I'm from, I got pulled over by Sheriff Mooney. Everyone knows Sheriff Mooney. Sheriff Mooney used to harass everyone who looked like me. And, uh, yeah, he had just seen me come out my apartment. I had just pulled, I saw Sheriff Mooney in my rearview mirror when I pulled, pulled away from my apartment. And I was thinking, he is about to pull me over. And he did. And he wanted to search my car. And I, I gave him pushback. And then we kind of went along our ways. But think about how many women out there who know, who have been through sexual trauma, and they know in their heart that they cannot mentally take care or protect the kids they could possibly have. So they decided to have an abortion. Republicans just took that away from them. Now, I'm not pushing Republican or Democrat, but they just took that choice away from those women who can make a concise and clear judgment call that I am not fit to have a child. The best decision for that unborn child is to stay unborn. Because if they get in the system, the abuse I may do to them may be even worse. That is what just happened. You just took away someone's fundamental choice to make a rational and intelligent decision on whether or not they are fit to have a child brought into this world. That is huge. Now, let's say for whatever reason, these women decide to have these kids, right? And we know the next topic. Well, who's going to take care of them? Because what if, the, what if the mothers can't take care of them? We're talking high level here. Who's going to take care of them? What are the taxpayers going to take care of them? Who's the taxpayers? That is all of us. We are the taxpayers. We are the ones who are going to foot the bill for that, hospital bills. So let's go into those government assistant programs. SNAP. How many individuals are on SNAP? Let's break it down by race. All right. White, 37%. African-Americans, 26%. Hispanic, 16%. Asian, 3%. Native American, 2%. 16% plus or minus race unknown. Do you not think those numbers are not going to go up? They have to. Just, just, just by sheer basic arithmetic. More women having more kids. 
those percentages are going to go up for every community. Who is going to pay for those? We're going to just rain money out of thin air? Let's get into the government assistance program. Housing. The cost is $81 billion in 2022. That's this year. From $60 billion in 2021. That's $20 billion in a year. Can you imagine what it will be? Just think about it. We just had a million people die from COVID. Yet, the housing assistance program jumped by $20 billion. Can you imagine what's going to end up happening when the Republicans have now forced this contraceptive right of women? You've taken it away from them. You've completely forced them to have that child. The next topic is this low birth rate. We all know that we all, actually we all don't know. Don't, let me take that back. We all don't know. But the birth rate for white Americans are low. And I know it seems like I'm, like I'm race baited, but I'm not. This is very, very important information. With the birth rate being low, there are individuals who are scared that they are going to be outnumbered. They are going to be taken over. And I am here to tell you, don't be afraid. There are bigger issues at hand. We need to worry about everyone. When I read that about the SNAP program, that wasn't just about black and white. That was about everyone. Just for food for thought for everyone, think about it. It's going to hit us in our pocket. This is Phoenix Gold Standard with money and politics simplified. I'm here for you. I'm bringing the information to you so you can make an educated decision on how you're going to vote and how you're going to spend your money. Have a good evening.